Hey everybody, Coach Shondelli here back again with a very, very special guest. We've had him on before, but that was only by phone. This time it's face-to-face. Matt Hafner's in the house. How you doing, Matt? Hey, what's going on? We're doing, we're doing great. It's beautiful weather and great vibes. Enjoying every minute of it. Awesome to hear. And you know what, uh, everybody, when Matt and I were putting this together as far as uh, getting together and picking a day here, um, we, we set up for a day after school. And today, by the way, is May 24th, 2018. And uh, he said, you're going to have a tough time getting me off the lake because it is perfect out there. And uh, he just came in all fired up. He's, he's seeing a lot of people out there. And so why don't you tell everybody what's going on out there? It looks like it's a great weekend coming. <laughs> yeah, it's going to set up really, really nice to fish this weekend. Um, the fishing's the best it's ever been on Lake St. Clair, uh, Lake Erie, Lake Huron, just the whole the whole Great Lake system that we have. We're just very blessed and fortunate to have such a great fishery for any big game fish you want to fish for. Smallmouth bass, uh, muskie, walleye. Uh, the next 10 years will be the best walleye fishing this lake's ever seen in existence, along with the muskie and bass, as reports have been uh, told from the DNR <clears throat> on their studies that they've that they've ran. The, the, the lake is, is super, super healthy. It's fishing incredibly well. So many numbers and bigs. We call big fish bigs in the fishing industry. We've got <laughs> lots of uh, names for big fish. Um, so there's definitely lots of bigs being caught. I just was out there yesterday, and we absolutely it was every other cast we were catching a fish. And just uh, there's not many places in this country that you can go to and do that. I've fished so many different lakes. So many different um, bodies of water throughout this country, and, and honestly, Lake St. Clair, Lake Erie, Lake Huron, that whole that whole wa- body of water, you know, connected by the Detroit River and the St. Clair River is probably some of is the is probably the some of the best fishing in the entire world, um, in the world, not just the country because they they catch bass in Japan and in other uh, you know in other countries as well. But it's just fishing phenomenally well. It's springtime. It's just fishing well it'll even fish better when the water clears up that's the scary part i'm like there's no way i can get any better oh it can get better once that water clears up just a little it's a little dirty can't find any clear water on the whole entire lake including the canadian side that's even muddied up even more than our side but uh yeah it's fishing incredibly well uh, if, if anyone wants to get out there and have the have the life of uh, the trip of their lifetime honestly get out there now they're spawning they're on beds they're easy to catch you could take your friend you could take anybody you want first time fishermen you could put them on the biggest bass they've ever caught walleye too there's a lot of walleye out there we caught 30 of them bass fishing yesterday it was an absolutely incredible so if, i will shout out if you want to book a trip uh marcel's guide service he'll take great care of you my buddy garrett guides underneath him they're both hammers they know how to catch them art ferguson's another pro that guides as well absolute hammer made a lot of money on the flw tour he's a great guy that if you want to um book the trip of your lifetime definitely contact those two guide services that is fired up and we're about three minutes and 15 seconds into the show today and <laughs> matt's on fire already yeah i'm so excited this is my favorite time of year uh may is the best month ever for me for what i like to do that's cool unbelievably good fishing so is there uh some big <clears throat> tournaments coming up this uh this season on on lake st Clair? actually yeah there is uh the flw tour is coming here for their last stop in june mm. Um, my phone's already blowing up on the uh, info, you know, because people get information. Well, there's a time slot where you can get information and come up here and pre-fish. Um, so I'll probably probably be picking who I'm going to help. I've got uh, a buddy from Kentucky that 
is going to need some help. And I've got another buddy from Texas that's going to want some help too as well. And they've never been here. So yeah, they're, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be fishing out there. Same, same, um, organization that my buddy won Kentucky Lake that we had last time, the hundred grand. So someone's going to be a hundred thousand dollars richer on St. Clair in June. Um, and hopefully, uh, the next time they'll come back, I'll be out there. That's fantastic. So that's big time. That's a lot of money. And it sounds like a lot of people. Yeah. It's the, yeah, it's the, uh, top, it's the top notch of professional fishing. Just like, you know, it's like the NFL fishing, um, big money and yeah, lots of boats, 198. Competitors, that a lot. yeah. So that, that's a big uh, economic boom to the area, as far as you know, staying in hotels and restaurants and, and buying supplies and, and just being around for those days, isn't it? You hit the hit the head right on the nail. Exactly. There is so much revenue that these guys bring in in regards to everything that you just said. It's 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 really good for our for our city. It's really good for our lake. Um, you know, they go out there and beat them up for four days, and that kind of. It's, it's going to fish a little slow after that for the amount of pressure that they put on it. But in regards to how much money that they bring, the attention that they bring, it's a good and it's a bad thing because after that tournament's over, they're going to crush them. And it's going to be on TV, and everyone from all the other countries are going to see it, and they're going to they're going to come here. I saw a boat from California today mm-hmm. at the ramp, bass wow. boat, Ranger Ranger boat, Chevy Silverado truck. They are coming from everywhere. I've seen so many Kentuckys, Ohio's, Indiana's, Canada's, um, Tennessee's. You know, pretty much anywhere where there's an eight-hour driving span. So it hurts us, and it it is also beneficial as well when they come. But you you brought a huge point. They they schedule tournaments based on you know the money yeah that's amazing I so mean, that's, that's great for the area for sure economically it is. and it's huge you know a lot of us. people coming here and uh seeing what we have to offer here in michigan which is awesome which is awesome hey just yeah, want to talk absolutely. real quick i saw your face as you came into the school today how how was it walking back into now you have you haven't been back here at lakeshore since you graduated i do not believe I have. I like I like I said, I graduated and I left the state. So I have not been back here since I have not stepped foot since I graduated. That's changed a little bit and I could just see the emotion on your face like this is weird. This is really weird, me coming back into this building. It was very <laughs> Yeah, I can't really explain the mixed emotions I had. Like my heart was kinda acting a little funny. I had to drink a little water just to kinda <laughs> grasp everything. It's changed, it's gorgeous. Um, Mr. Hubbard, if you're listening, I'm a little bit frustrated with y'all getting a trap team. They have a trap <laughs> team that they go out and shoot clays. And, you know, uh, I know why. And he knows why that they did it after I graduated. Because I told him that they'd be competing for second place because I don't miss clays. You know, I just don't. Um, I don't miss ducks either very rarely. But, um, and then I saw that they had that going on in this new um, gym, museum, which is amazing. It's it's so spacious, and everything's changed. It's really nice. Saw some teachers uh, that, you know, that I had, and it's just a weird mix of uh, mix of emotions. Well, you know what? I'll make sure that Mr. Hubbard hears this. Oh, he's oh he's going to listen to it, too. I'm going to force him to listen to the whole entire, <laughs> the whole entire podcast. He's going to love to hear uh, Mr. Hafner's voice for 35, 40 minutes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but, no, it's 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 come a long way since I've been here. It's it's, it's really uh, impressive. That's cool. Yeah. Now, we were also talking about how, um, you know, you gave a shout-out to Mr. Hubbard there about mm-hmm. the, the trap team and everything. But yeah. he kind of made a connection with you back in high he school, did. didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um, he was a really, really good teacher, very knowledgeable on history, obviously, because that's what he teaches. I'd like to almost pick his brain on 
on, on, on new current events to learn things. And I, I really honestly wish I just paid more attention in this mm. class because there's a lot of things that I'm going back to learn, whether it's in a book or it's on a very um, legitimate source of, of content, of data, you know, whether it's like a Netflix series of something, you know, Revolutionary War, whatever, you know. I mean, it's, it all interests me now, and I'm learning more than... <laughs> Than I did in his class only because I didn't choose to learn and I regret that I you know I really should have paid attention more and he's a really great teacher he's very knowledgeable on on everything <laughs> history I mean it's just like it's just incredible I, I, I wish I would have paid attention more because there's a lot of things I wish I would have I would have known now yep absolutely I think you know we can all say that I know I can say that too yeah and if uh, if more kids <clears throat> hear that maybe they might listen more than mm-hmm. just to their parents or the teacher that tells them but you know, right. you hear a past graduate mention, you know what, man, just pay attention. You can pick up success leaves clues. It doesn't matter the subject. Right. Right? And you just never know what you're going to be using later on in life. That's exactly right. But it didn't interest me back then. Mm. You know, and since I, it, since I got older, it started really interesting me. Like, how did, like, I want to know the history of this country. It's very uh, interesting to me on how we got to where we're at. And just, you know, everything actually repeats itself. History repeats itself. So it's just great point. It's really, really, really interesting. And he's a very good teacher. And, and I and I'll even tell him I'm sorry for acting like a goon. I mean, I really wish I just sat there and just soaked it all up. But, uh, you know, um, what he's doing is awesome with the trap team. That's so cool. Getting these kids involved and going out and shooting, uh, shooting and, and letting them know, and, 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 and you know, standing up for our Second Amendment rights and, and, and you know, and, and going out there and just doing something different, you know, and keeping people safe, teaching them, teaching them how to shoot and everything. I just think it's awesome. I'm really, really jealous because I definitely would have been probably the captain and maybe even teaching that team after the, if, if it was done. That was awesome. Hubbard, you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, did they really have... Cool. Um, started a, a civil war class a yeah. while ago was that here with you when you were a student yeah okay. he actually did do that and uh it's nothing i actually participated in which really kind of is another disappointment that i kind of have i wish i would have my brother did though he okay. graduated two years uh year before me and he had uh he had, i think he had participated in that and then uh actually i think my dad still has a musket that mr hubbard Wow. He bought one or something. Yeah, I don't know. And we actually were shooting it in Florida when I lived down there. So cool history. Really cool. There. Really cool. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now you also came back in. I was showing you the gym, and, and one yeah. of the first questions you had was, mm-hmm. uh, "Is Mr. Stevens still coaching?" Yeah. And he's moved up into mm-hmm. uh, the assistant principal's role here. Yeah. And funny. Wow. We came walking through the cafeteria, turned the corner down the hallway, and we saw Mr. Stevens. Explain to everybody how this little interaction went because I, I thought it was right on cue where he didn't miss a beat, did he? Oh, no, he didn't. Um, it was the weirdest thing. It was deja vu all over again. <laughs> he was walking down the hallway, had the same face uh, that he always had when I was in school. He's another great teacher. I'm a really good teacher. I mean, he helped me graduate. I will say that, and uh, I really do thank him for that. Um, and he knows what I'm talking about when he hears this. I'm sure he'll remember. Um but uh, I was walking the same exact way, looked the exact same, and talked to me the exact same way, like, hey, Mr. Hafner, how you doing? And I honestly thought I was in trouble again. It scared the living hell out of me. I was like, golly, this is crazy. Very weird. Because he had a shirt and tie on, and he was yeah. talking with other students. So he kind of, you know, a little uh, consultation going on with that student. So he had a serious look on his face. But 
Yeah, I could tell the way you took that. It was like, man, I'm right back in it. This is crazy. It was so weird. He he talked to me in the same tone, like Mr. Hafner, <laughs> like I'm doing, like I'm throwing a pencil across the room or something. Like, Hold on a second, Mr. Stevens. I'm 28 years old now. I'm not a little kid anymore, and I'm sorry for acting like a goon in your class as well. I I wish I could go back and and really just act better because uh, man, these teachers go through so much bull crap with these students. I was just saying that, you know, you're a counselor, you're a teacher, you're a dad, you're a mother, you're a this, you're a that. I mean, it's like almost like you're Jesus, you know, doing this job. And uh, I never realized that when I was here. And I was giving so many teachers hard times and just being a little, little twerp, you know, and uh, disrupting the class and just, uh, yeah, I mean, I wish I, wouldn't have, uh, I wish I wouldn't have acted like that. But, you know, like he said, he said, you know, a little bit of maturity uh, goes a long ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not that I'm much more mature, but mature enough to not throw a pencil across the room. Trust me, you are. You are, my friend. But the good things you're doing now, yeah. you, you've definitely uh, made some great changes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, we also talked about um, some, some pretty powerful motivation from mm-hmm. the standpoint of, uh, you know, in high school. Sure. Uh, administrators, teachers, they, they will talk to kids try and get them going about their future and doing things the right way and then when the kids say oh I don't know or I'm just gonna do this or that and you know some teachers administrators think oh man dude's not gonna do anything with that Mm -hmm. man you got to get your act together you got to do this and do that Mm -hmm. you almost want to thank some of them now because they did give you some powerful motivation to go and do what you wanted to do and chase after your dreams and goals didn't they absolutely they gave me more of a more motivation than anything Mm -hmm. uh actually I believe some of the teachers here that i wasn't as fond of as others um no offense you know gave me some motivation and they didn't like me and maybe i didn't like them but they motivated me to try and be more successful than anybody that's stepping foot in that building and that's what i'm gonna do you know um like you say the the um, revenge in life is massive success and wealth and you know if you got those two things you're 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 good to go that's awesome. So, because you know what? The world's full of critics, and a lot of sure. times... haters. <laughs> yeah, from the teachers, mm-hmm. uh, administrators, coaches out there that with young kids, I definitely think that 99% of it is not from a hateful intent. It's more of, a, man, you could be so much... You could do this, you could do that. And, right. and they're trying to push the kid in, in a good direction. And mm-hmm. sometimes it comes across as, oh, man, maybe they're right. I'm just a victim, and, you know, they're right. I can't do anything. Or... It lights them on fire. And if that spark is served, and oh, baby, here we go. Because you left the state right away after high school, didn't you? And you start chasing your dream. I was out, yep. I, well, like I told you, I think we've had this before. I went to a party with uh, one of my best friends, Mike Perry, and had some boys over and had my truck loaded up. I said, I'm leaving. And they're like, because they knew I was gone, but they didn't know if I was serious. I said, dude, my stuff's packed. I'm going to Louisiana. And I did not stop till I got there. Drove the whole way down to Baton Rouge. From Detroit to Baton Rouge, didn't stop for gas and, and you know, <laughs> some food and, and, right. and waters, but uh, did not, uh, I was gone. Yeah, I was gone. It was uh, awesome. crazy. No, no Absolutely reg- insane. No regrets? None. Obviously. Yeah, no regrets. Uh, I, you know, I've lived in Florida, Louisiana, and Texas. Is, Texas was definitely my favorite states probably ever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have no regrets with anything because everything I've done has kind of helped me to get to where I, I am now. Like, each, each, uh, each uh, obstacle was like a step, mm. you know, and they all, they all kind of helped me on where I'm at. So I have no regrets on moving. I got to see a lot of different stuff. I got to make a heck of a lot of new friends that I still caught. I, I still have friends from Florida, Louisiana, Texas, everywhere I've been. 
Um, same thing with fishing tournaments. I still have friends from you know everywhere, like I'd mentioned earlier about helping out some friends for the uh, event um, in June. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a really weird ride in regards to where I've been and like what's Hafner doing. He's always in Florida now. Always in Texas. What the heck is this dude doing? And I'm just doing what I want to do. Yep. You know, I'm doing what I want to do, and uh, that's pretty much it. But I have no regrets. That's I'm awesome. glad to be home though. Yeah, that's awesome because mm-hmm. when you say you're doing what you want to do, right? But yet you're making new friends and you're establishing new relationships because that's what life's all about: connecting with people, being with people that you love, and they care for you and you care for them, and helping each other out and just doing great stuff. So that is just powerful. Absolutely, and reconnecting with old friends. Yes. Sorry to cut you off. No, go. That was incredible. I, I'm hanging out with people that I've grown up with since kindergarten and. And I think we've talked about this on the last show, you know, like people that I know will be like, man, I can't believe you stay in touch with people in kindergarten. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, like six, six, seven people, maybe even eight. I still talk to from kindergarten and I'll go hang out. I was just hanging That's out awesome. with my buddy Sippy yesterday and we were reminiscing about when we were like four. And I was like, man, I thought, uh, I thought we weren't supposed to have memories this good, you know, and in my memory, I remember it just like it was yesterday. So connecting with old friends and going over all the uh, fun we had and uh, just all the funny moments. It's been great. That's powerful. Yeah. You didn't think that you're supposed to have memories this good. Wow. I remember stuff from when I was in kindergarten, first grade, second grade. My mom just uploaded a picture of me and Sean playing tug of war. And, you know, Sean was so big and strong and bullied us all. He was so big. And he's pulling the whole team. And I'm just thinking, I've known these people my whole life. And I'm going to still continue to talk to these people until I die. I really hope to God I talk to the – I'm friends with these people forever. Because there's nothing like your hometown friends and – it's like it didn't even miss a beat when I came back. It's like, man, you know, Happy's back. Let's go out and have fun. Yeah. You know? I just did a podcast recently about not forgetting where you came from. And obviously, you live that. You live that because of your friends and, and the quality. Your family's still here. And So how's it been back yeah, in Michigan? Like, is it was it a planned type of thing? Or is this going to be, you know, here for a few years and then something else big is coming? What, what else is coming? I think I'm going to stay. I'm going to hold true. I cannot stand the uh, winners, but uh, hopefully one day I'll be <laughs> successful enough to kind of be a snowbird, except I won't be in Florida. I'll be in Texas because that's like my favorite state ever besides Michigan. You know, those two are pretty much tied for first. But, um, yeah, I plan on hunkering down here and uh, trying to look for a house. And, yeah, I'm I'm really, uh, really stoked to be home. And can't get me off the lake. Uh, can't get me, you know, away from my friends. It's just, it's been really great. I, you know, I, I it's crazy because I'm like, I hate Michigan. It sucks. I'm out of here. And I left and I got to experience three different States. And, um, they're all unique in their own way, but, uh, Michigan's a really special place. I cannot stand the winter, mm-hmm. but other than that, I mean, it's just, it's great. Our roads are terrible, but, um, yeah. you know what I mean? You never really know what you got until you're gone. Yeah, and, and You're like, this place sucks. There's nothing to do. Yep. No, that's not true. There's, a ton to There's do. so much stuff to indoor, do. Outdoor doesn't matter, but you're right. The road's definitely got to be fixed. We have yeah. a long way to go for that. Yeah, for sure. But there's positives and negatives, but 95% positive for me. So. Yeah, opinions of an 18-year-old are different than a 28- or 30-year-old, isn't it? Oh, like <laughs> night and day. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Because you sure do some growing and, and family means more and more people in your life now. Your friends mean more, too. Oh, you know, you cherish your friends a lot more and oh, yeah. you start having, you talk about different things. It's so much different yeah, getting deeper. older. It sucks. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a lot deeper. It's emotional. Maybe you may, you may even 
crack a cry, you know, afterwards or sure. something, you know, Absolutely. you may even do that. And uh, it's weird getting older. It's, I'm almost 30 and I was just talking to my dad about that on the way here. And it's just, <laughs> it's just crazy. I, I know that's not old. Um, it is to you. But it's a little bit. From the standpoint of you've never been that before. Yeah. You know? it's, it's definitely a lot different. Like yeah. your conversations are different. And then you see people like act the way they act when you were that age. And you're just like, I looked at my buddy the other day. I'm like, man, we got to get back to that age sometime. How are we going to figure out a way to go back? You know, because I reminisced about my past because I had the best childhood ever. Mm. Um you know, I had the best parents I've ever had. Uh, my mom and dad uh, just raised me, raised me a great way, and we had fun. We always were doing stuff. I was either hunting, fishing, you know, riding motocross, shooting guns, you know, just doing so many fun different things every weekend. And just, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, you really start to realize how you, you know, what you had when you were growing up as a kid, too. Absolutely. And you're like, I can't believe that I had all that. I can't believe I had a boat, three dirt bikes, a four-wheeler, this, this, and this, and this. And you just you just are like, man, that's so weird. It's very weird. Cool stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's just a very weird. Get, and, and and my buddy Sippy's got three kids, and I'm just, like, hanging out with his kids, like, playing football in the yard. And I'm just like, dude, <laughs> holy moly, we got people have three and four kids now. Never saw this coming, huh? Oh, man, it's just, it really puts a different perspective in your in your head. It's Absolutely. weird. It's very weird, That's but it's life and you got to go with it, so you just have to keep going. It's But I definitely wish I was almost back in high school. <laughs> you are right now. I am right now, which, is, which is crazy. Um, we had a lot of fun, and you just don't realize it when you're a kid. Mm. You don't realize it. Absolutely. And to realize it in the moment is so valuable because yeah. you realize it typically later. Okay, yeah, abs- absolutely. It's very, it's very, uh, very different. But uh, yeah, it's kids and marriage, and I mean, everyone I know is married and kids, and yeah. like, holy moly, wait, we're not supposed to be doing that yet. <laughs> but really, we are. I mean, we're when almost you, thirty years old. When you look at the age, and you look at oh my god, you know, ten years or whatever, yeah. you know, graduated high school. Yeah, that does kind of put it in perspective that you know what this stuff is happening it really does Absolutely. our 10 year reunions this summer i believe wow. i don't know where it's at or whatever but 10 years 10 years blink 10 years blink of an eye isn't it unbelievable yeah 10 years yeah. i just saw everyone in this building and i think it was leslie is like how long has it been she came up and gave me a hug gave her a hug she's a great she's a great lady i really yep. liked her a lot when i was here and uh she's like how long has it been she just didn't know and i was like it's been 10 years yeah. she's like holy moly unbelievable it's tough to remember that's for sure we yeah. were talking a little bit about um yeah. i know you may want to give a shout out to, to sean and uh yeah he just had a tremendous tremendous season that just came up a wee bit short and not only do you know how how Man. how much it hurt him probably but i can tell you're you're hurt too it hurts he me. means so much to you. It, yeah, it hurts me a lot. Uh, I've been listening to all of his games. Um, Just refresh I, everybody who you're talking about. Sean Sidlowski, he's uh, graduated, well, from out in Pennsylvania, I believe. Or EPA, right? yeah, yeah, but he was a 2008 graduate. We mean him been going to uh, school since elementary, along with some other handful of friends that I still talk to that I mentioned. And uh, been watching him play hockey uh, ever since I was in elementary. We knew he was going pro when we were kids. Um, and he's been wanting to win it. He's, you know, obviously out there to win. And uh, he's been wanting to get a championship his whole career as a hockey professional hockey player. And uh, they just fell a bit short. Um, didn't even text him. Didn't even do anything on Facebook because I know how he felt. I'll wait for a couple weeks and give him a shout-out. Uh, had an incredible year. Shout-out to him. MVP. 
I mean, just absolutely killed it the whole season. Um, got to game seven, and uh, they were up three to one with like 13 minutes left. Colorado tied it, and they went to overtime and lost on overtime. And it was a BS call, too. I think it was goalie interference or, or something. Um, I had actually passed out because it was getting late, and I tried to stay up to listen to it. And then, uh, yeah, it's just brutal. I know that they wanted it really bad. They had the best team this year. Um, and things were just shaping up for them to, I mean, Sean's MVP. It's like, okay, well, you're MVP. Let's get this Kelly Cup. That's what they call it in the ECHL, it's Kelly Cup. Right. And we were all rooting for him. He's got a very, very huge, large support group right here in St. Clair Shores. That root for him. I'm sure you see it on Facebook. Yep. And, uh, yeah, my heart breaks out for him, man. But uh, I know Sean's a fighter. He'll uh, learn from this and uh, figure out what he needs to do to be better. And he's going to pick his head up. He's going to learn from this. And uh, he's going he's gonna to be better. And he's going to be just fine. It's, it just sucks, you know, for your team. Yeah. You're that close, you know. I, I almost refer it to fishing because if, if that would have been like a qualifying tournament to fish the Bassmaster Classic, the biggest tournament ever, but you came up one fish short. Uh. One fish short, five fish limit, you come in with four. You need two pounds to to get there, and you fall up that short. It's heartbreaking. I know exactly how he feels. I've come up, I've come up short to a $50,000 boat by pounds, right. a couple pounds. I know how it feels. That was a long drive home from Iowa. Without the boat. Yeah. Yeah. With a very long drive. Um, so I know how he feels, and all you can do is pick your head up and learn from it and try and overcome it. But it really sucks. My heart breaks out for him, and hopefully he can, uh, you know, get it, get that uh, championship later. It just sucks. Yep. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, later never comes Yeah. in these things. And you hope that's not going to be the case. But I just find right. it uh, very cool, very admirable that to see how much I can tell how much this hurts you and, and the friends that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to yeah. keep that going, and there's a lesson. Absolutely, you got to keep investing in your friends, man. Yeah, that's that's cool for sure. I mean, uh, we all motivate each other now. Mm-hmm. Like we're older, so we have different goals in life now. We're all not just trying to go to the party mm-hmm. on Friday, you know. Correct. So you know, Sean's trying to win a championship. You know, I'm over here trying to fish. You know, people are doing their own things, and uh, we'd all just like motivate each other I to to hit that to hit that goal. I mean, me and Sean have had goals since we were in kindergarten, and that was to fish, and that was to play hockey, and. Just one goal short, man. It just sucks. I, yeah. Ah, man, you can hear my voice. It really sucks. I just, I was planning, like I said, I was really planning. I would literally go to Florida and watch, like, if it was a game seven and they were in Florida, I would have went. I mean, I, I don't care. Um, we definitely would have went to Fort Wayne because we watched we watched him play all the time there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think he's going to play overseas now. I'm not sure what he's got going on. I'm sure, you know, he'll figure that out on the off season, but... Um, I'm sure he's going to be thinking about it on the off season a lot. So we're going to try and just uh, forget about it and go have some fun. That's cool. You know, know what? get out on the lake, get out on the boat. That's awesome. Try and put it in the past. Yeah. Be tough too, though. I love how you put the the fact of you guys motivate and support each other, and that's yeah. You know, I've been signing a few yearbooks for the seniors that uh, they were just finished up yesterday, and I I made that comment in a lot of them this year. Some years I just change it up a little bit, but mm-hmm. I always put in something about finding good people to surround yourself with all throughout life. And, and you have that, which is just powerful. It's real powerful. Somebody else to throw out at you. And I don't know if you caught this. Uh, I had Mr. Johnny Keith on, on oh, the yeah. show uh, before. Thanks to your recommendation, I reached yeah, out. I listened to it. Oh, fantastic. Beautiful. What a, what yeah. a special awesome. guy that guy is. And he just got married. And yeah. So how, how cool is that to see another friend 
you know, going to another. Hey, you just said it. Everybody's getting married. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another Kids one. Kids marriage. Yep. Yep. So, mm-hmm. so I know you were really uh, strong in your recommendation. Of what a great guy he was. Yeah. And he's so, awesome. how, how cool is, is Johnny to you? Man, he's awesome. Uh, he's killing it, man. Entrepreneurship and going after what you want to do and chasing your passions is awesome. I mean, what's really weird is like he discovered like the outdoor passion when he got older. Mm. And I really could never understand that. And it's no disregard to him. I'm glad he found it. But like I, I had the guidance of finding that with my with my father, my dad. Right. I grew up hunting, fishing, shooting. Obviously, he didn't. I mean, he or I don't know exactly, but it seems to me that he may have not had that. You know, um, and he found that outdoor passion later in life. I think that's interesting um, because it's never too late to find that same passion. Love that. You know, and it's and, and I found it when I was four and he just found it. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, we connected. I told him uh, how great of the podcast was. Listen to it twice. I thought it was killer. Um, and then actually we started getting to, uh, we started talking after. It's like, hey, man, I want to get out there bow fishing. You know, I want to I want to check it out. I was like, come on, man, let's go. Whenever my buddy invites us, he's got the whole rig. Um, that's another boat I want to get to. Uh, <laughs> definitely want to get. A, definitely want to get a, a boat to shoot ducks and uh, shoot fish too, as well out of the same rig. You can rig it that way to to, to accomplish both tasks. But uh, yeah, we started talking about hunting and bow fishing, and he's like, "Where are you hunting this year?" And we were talking, and we're like, "Man, we're both just tired of trying to find land to hunt on in regards to private land and hunting clubs, a bunch of bull crap." And we said, "You know," and I, he's like, "You want to put in the grunt work with me and try and find some big bucks on state land this season and just." you know, tag team it together and, you know, we can, I can teach them some things that I know. And, uh, I was like, yeah, let's do it. So hopefully we stay connected and we get out there and duck hunt. He does some duck hunting and some hunt. He's big into hunting. Um, I think maybe more than the fishing, but, uh, hopefully we can do both. And, uh, yeah, I just think it's, I think it's interesting. Someone found it that late Mm -hmm. and, uh, I think it's great because it's like, you know, Hey, I'm still learning. So let's, let's do some teaching. Huge, huge nuggets there, you guys. I hope you pick that up. It doesn't matter how old you are yeah. to pick up you know, your passion, find the thing that you really just stirs your soul, and you wake up early looking forward to going mm-hmm. out and doing the day. We were walking in today uh, before we started, and uh, we were talking about, you know what, there's some, and Matt, you said this, there's some people that never find their passion. Correct. And how sad is that? Could you imagine your life? I'd have nothing to live for. That would be almost the way it comes down to. Correct. Yeah. I mean, uh, me and my buddy Sippy were just talking about that, and I'll rephrase what we were talking about. He's got three kids, and, you know, uh, one of them's a really spectacular soccer player, and the other one's just not really into it, and she doesn't really found a passion. She's like nine. He's like, what the heck, man? can't believe she hasn't found her passion. Me and you found them when we were two. And I said, yeah, me, you, and Sean found our passions when we were three out of 500 people. Come on, dude. Let's be real. I mean, she's only nine years old. That's right. You know, so it was very rare for him to find his passion in sports and me hockey or me fishing and Sean hockey at that age. And I just told him, I looked at him like, stop being a bozo. I said, most people don't even find their passions at all. And they're working at some whack job that, you know, and they just, they're just kind of going through the motions. And that's really sucks. I mean, find out whatever you're passionate about, man, and make it happen. And try and make a career out of it. You Absolutely. know, because um, if your passion's your career, you'll never work a day in your life. Yep. It's one of those things. You just keep looking for it. And, yeah. and you can have more than one. And then also bring it back the point again to where yeah. the close people in your life, you love supporting them and their passions, too. It brings out the best in you, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know, just like Sean, that's his passion since day one is hockey. And 
he's got so much support here, you know, in regards to his success. That is so cool. You got to have a huge support team. Oh Your support God. team that, you know, these fishermen have huge support teams That's too. A great example. You know, their their families are traveling with them, and their big trucks, and their their campers, and their family, and just family support, friend support. You know, when they win, you see the sportsmanship, and it's just incredible. They just had a guy win two back to back tournaments. Hundred grand back. Yeah, he made two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in two weeks, and just the love and support that they get as competitors, like, because they all want to. They all are like, man, he killed it. That's just incredible, and they're all like, I wish it was me, but hats off to this guy, and they just really show a lot of compassion and a lot of, uh, you know, just that's because everyone wants the same thing. So when they see their peers accomplish it, you know, they obviously want it to be them, but they just show so much compassion and just like just great job i don't know what word i'm looking for but yeah just they it's just admiration support yeah love. they just show yeah. that to their competitors and it's like wow you know since we're all chasing the the same thing that's fantastic man. yeah do you so, have do you have a book in you to write <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you that the, the experiences you've had well if it's not a book it yeah. should be your own podcast or your own show and i know johnny does some videos. He does some filming and stuff. YouTube yeah. channels YouTube, and stuff yeah. like that. GoPro and all that. Those yeah. types of things, I think, Matt, seriously. Yeah. You could really do a lot of great service for other people that have just fired up passion and about, yeah. obviously, the same things you're fired up about. Any thoughts to maybe doing something like that? Not until you just <laughs> mentioned it. Uh, but I saw yeah. a little twinkle in your eye it about be, it. It would, be, uh, it would be pretty interesting, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, I just like, something about just being out you're doing what you love and it's just like when i was out there yesterday i missed a big fish and it was a giant it was so dang big it couldn't even get out of the water to spit my bait mm. and it just rolled on top of the water i'm like oh it's a giant and i lost it and i got so pissed and i you know about to break one of my rods i built break the boat break everything else inside and you know i mean we're really ticked when a big one gets off you know we're so. swearing and, and then i just sit there and i'm just like Okay, calm down. You're not in a tournament. It means nothing. Yeah, it was about a six-pounder. It's a giant. You want to get it in, take a cool picture with it, release it. But I just sat there, and I'm just like, you know, why the heck are you getting mad? I'm out here doing what I love to do. There's nowhere else I'd rather be in the whole entire world. And you're dropping F-bombs out here because, you know, a big fish got off, and, and, and you're breaking your rods that you took a day to build? No, that's not cool. One thing I do need to work on is my anger. But um, sometimes yeah. passion shows up that way. Yeah, well, you it's see in sports. Oh, Look absolutely. at these athletes breaking sticks over yeah, goalies absolutely. when they lose. And we're competitive <laughs> just like they are, guys. I mean, if you want to see the most competitive people in the world, sign up for a bass fishing tournament because you have to learn how to lose almost every single event you go into because you're not going to win all these. The best fisherman in the world doesn't win all the time. So you have to get really good at losing. So you're going to be eating tons of humble pies on tournament day, you know? Um, so you have to be a great loser because you're not going to catch them all the time. It's not like other sports, you know? I mean, we're fishing for fish. We can't control. And we're not in control of a lot of things, especially, obviously, the weather uh, or a boat breaking down. So you have to come through a lot of adversity to win these tournaments. People just don't know. Um, it's not their fault. They just don't know what goes into it. But, um yeah, thing. it's a lot of humble pie because uh, the majority of the time you're not winning. It's a powerful lesson there for everybody, whether you're sports or not. But sure. That's what life does. And, and Beats that, you down like a little baby. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm telling you. 
And I love the fact of, of the story of, you know, that big one getting away. And yeah. you got ticked off, but you're like, wait a minute, man. Just that struggle and the fight with it was awesome. Yeah. You know, and I could have been sitting in some cubicle or some office someplace just wanting to poke my eyes out. Because exactly. I, I would hate doing that, but you had a hell of a day, even though you lost that. We one. jacked them. I mean, we caught a fish every other cast. It was amazing. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, man, I just... I still relive moments on this lake in like 2006 that I remember. Like, you remember that day we caught like 60 and every other cast? You just don't forget days like that. They're epic. Um, and I just like set my rod on the deck and I looked at the you know the water and I looked around me and looked at the sky. I'm like, pick it up and let's go fire another fire it out there and get another one. There's millions of these things swimming around. It's happened you know, so to you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's there's yeah it is happening. I hope that's where I go when I die because it's. Uh, <laughs> There's no place I'd rather be, you know. It's just, uh, like I had last time, nothing else matters when you're out there, man. And it's like, I, the passion is so deep that I can't even describe it in words. And I will say that I was watching Shark Tank earlier, and I always talk about Shark Tank on mm-hmm. the podcast, of course. <laughs> Lori Grenier has a book out. She's a phenomenal. She's a beast. Oh, she's very impressive. And she said throughout her whole entire career of investing, that the most passionate people on this face of the earth are fishermen. Now, there have been some fishermen on the show that have gotten deals, and she said, out of everybody I've invested in fishing, these people take it to a whole new level, and she's 100% correct. That's phenomenal. That is outstanding. Yeah. That is outstanding. Yeah, that I'm is not making amazingly that amazingly true. Nope. Nope. No. That is amazingly true. It's, it's so much passion that everybody shares at the ramp. Everybody has the same exact passion when you're at takeoff and you're blasting off that, and that's how we all get along. Now, there's a lot of backstabbing. There's a lot of crap that goes behind the scenes and stuff. You know, people, there's money on the line. So you're sure. going to have people trying to cheat and jack your spots and be shady and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, everyone shares the same passion and it's really special to convert. I mean, man, we sit there, drink beer and talk fishing for hours and don't shut up. Nick, where else do you see people doing that? We're obsessed. It's it's not. I don't even say it's not even healthy. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's just all I think about. It's all I want to do. It's crazy. It's all I ever wanted to do, and I hope to God I can stay healthy and do it until I'm so as long as I can live because it's just uh, it's undescribable. That's awesome. And it's weird because it's like you're just catching a fish. You're not. There's so much more that goes into it than just catching a fish. Just like golfing. You think, oh, well, you're just hitting a st- stupid ball. Right. No, not really. I mean, it's about the time out there on the water, conversing with your best friends, and just enjoying life and not having to worry about nothing. It's awesome. That's huge. Unless you're in a tournament, then you're worrying about trying to win. Right. And it becomes a little more serious. Then it's like work, yeah. which is also fun. <laughs> That's awesome. So This is such a mirror of life when you're, yeah. when you're you know, passionate about something, going after something. Those obstacles come, and I love your point about you got to learn to lose because that's what happens all the time in life. You got other people making horrible decisions and acting horrible, you know, trying to cheat, lie, and steal. That's it everywhere in life today. And I keep telling my students here that, man, the world, and I wrote this in the, in the yearbooks mm-hmm. too this, uh, this time, the world needs you to play big. The world doesn't need you to play small, you know, because the world needs people stepping up, leading, doing the right thing. And it just definitely seems like, uh, God, I just when, when we talked before, and we did the show before uh, on the phone, mm-hmm. I think I made the comment about, man, the passion's just dripping through the line. 
face to face with you, it's even bigger. This is awesome. I love this. I love this. I, I, I can't even describe it. It's just, it's amazing. And going back to the losing thing, the best quote ever from Brad Pitt from the movie Moneyball was, I hate to lose more than I love to win. Mm. That is the so accurate. I hate to lose mm-hmm. more than I want to win. Yep. We've had uh, amazing quote. Couple, so true. A couple of our basketball players the last couple of years have said the same thing. And it's really, you know, you dial into that, you know, and you attach it obviously to something that just fires you up and you're passionate about. You live, breathe, drink it, eat it. But that's when it hurts the most is when you have that many emotions involved in Uh, it and you get crushed. It crushes your whole, like, what Sean's feeling right now. He's crushed, dude. I mean, dude, I'm not even, it's like, it's almost like a family member passed. I'm not talking to him for a while. I mean, you know, I'm... It's like you know, like losing a losing a big tournament worth a ton of money on the, you know fish that got off right at the boat. You could have won it if you could have just got that fish in the boat. You would have done one, yep. however much money, and it's it's crushing because the, all the emotion, time, work, and efforts into it, and boom, you come up short like that, and you get over it. But it takes a while. Absolutely, and as crushing as it is, crushing man. Would you rather have gone through that experience? Or not even have it at all. I would rather go through that experience and win the next one because you yes. know how god darn hard it was oh. to win. You came through all that adversity and you said, I got second place. I lost by two ounces, but I kicked the doors in on the next event and blew them out by 15 pounds. And, you know, you don't even Love think that. about that last tournament now Love that. at all. You don't think about that. And that's what motivates you even more because that yes. feeling of winning. It never gets old, and you want to continue to get back to that feeling. That's the best feeling in the world to win, John. Nothing's better than winning. And I know I sound like like Donald Trump right now. We're going to win, win, win. (laughs) He did. By the way, I did tell you he was going to win on that podcast, remember? It is is recorded. He'll win again in 2020. um, But anyways, you know, (laughs) that's what I sound like right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's no better feeling than than, than winning. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's no better – there's no worse feeling than losing. I love the fact that you that you had to go through that to help you next. There is value in it. There is value in it. Because you cherish the win more because you've known through the mud that you just had to crawl through That's to right. get to that winning. And has that power. That you're just like, man, this feels so good. No That's better cool. feeling in the world. I remember how high I was on life when I was coming home from those tournaments like in Kentucky and I did well. I didn't even win, just cashed good checks, had solid finishes. Texting people, calling people, man, you're excited. You're like, screw this 10-hour drive. Man, I'm jacked. I'm ready to go. Let's just drive to Alaska for crying out loud. I don't give a crap, you know? So you're just, you're so fired up, you know? And there's no better feeling in the world than that. It is just truly incredible. That is like my high right there. I don't think there's a drug in the world that will make me feel like that. Love that. And God forbid, and I'm glad they don't make one like that because I'd be broke. (laughs) Would that's be in a joke. <laughs> that's classic. So, yeah. Hey, as we uh, get ready to wrap things up here, um, Matt, where can people get a hold of you uh, if uh, people want to reach out and if they're interested in fishing or I know you got some rods that you're still selling, your company's still going Yeah, good. if you're interested in rods, you can check me out at the uh, the Alpha Fishing and then you can just uh, literally just add me on Facebook, Matt Hafner, and shoot me a DM, direct message. Uh, if, any, if anyone's listening that has uh, any interest in fishing, hunting, or anything like that, uh, yeah. If you have any questions, just give me a shout-out. I talk to random people all the time. That's fantastic. So, That's fantastic. you know, if I can help in any way, shape, or form, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to help. Because uh, when these kids find these passions and they find what they love to do, 
And man, uh, they're not going to be doing anything dumb and heinous like mm-hmm. you're seeing nowadays, right? Yeah. With all these kids and stuff absolutely. that are just misguided, man. They haven't found that passion in what they love, and now they're just they're they're acting out. They're just doing crazy things, and um, yeah. If it wasn't for the passion for fishing at, at a young age, I, would, I I don't know if I would be in the county jail or federal prison. Mm. I mean, really. That's I awesome. mean, because it it really just kept me out of trouble, man, and. Parenting, the kids, man. I, I don't know what's going on now. It's just changed um, from when I was a kid. I just, you know, I just want to see more people uh, getting involved in like their passions and what they want to do, whether it's fishing or whatever, because that really keeps you out of trouble, keeps you away from drugs, keeps you away from, you know, things that are negative in your life, and it, 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 and it just keeps your head on straight. This sounds like a little byproduct of your passion for fishing. Is sure is making a difference with people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you, you you love to see other people succeed. I mean, I think my dad, he likes to see me, you know, he'd probably like to see me win a tournament more than him. I mean, there's no there's no telling, you know, he'd probably break down and cry too, you know, and that's coming. Mm-hmm. But um, just so many emotions and and it's it's crazy. I believe when I do get that win, and I'm going to have to be wearing some, some good black mirror sunglasses because there's some tears that are going to be coming down because you've worked so hard for it you see people work so hard their entire career 20 years to accomplish things and they get up on stage man they break down they're they're crying the whole way home with their it's a lifetime pursuit it's unbelievable yeah that's fantastic anything in life you know um and that's what keeps your head on straight and and you getting after what you want and if it wasn't for that I, i have no idea where i'd be i'd no idea. That's awesome, man. I, I, I love, you know, at my age, I don't, I don't give a rip about being emotional on the basketball court in the classroom. It doesn't matter to me because yeah. I think that's what life is. So what a great place to end. We're going to have to keep having some conversations here. Absolutely. And I love uh, this passion. I hope you guys felt that passion <clears throat> listening to this podcast out there as far as whatever it is. It does not have to be fishing. Whatever right. it is. Cars. could be art. Whatever. Yes, music. It doesn't music, matter. Yeah, that's a lot of passion there. You music, know, fantastic stuff. So, yeah. Matt, thank you so much for uh, joining me today, and I really appreciate you coming in. Yeah. and uh, Back at you. It's, it's been great. great. great been weird. You. Been weird, but that's okay. <laughs> Life is weird sometimes. Yeah, you ain't lying. Well, I really appreciate it, and I hope to get back on here soon. You sure. bet you, buddy. Yeah. All right. Great to have you. Yes, hey, sir. everybody. Coach John Daly here signing off. Hope you guys have a fantastic day. Keep checking me out over on Facebook at uh, coach to expect success on Twitter at Coach2Success, and on Instagram at Coach John Daly. And we will talk again soon. See ya.